Welcome to the official podcast of the English Montreal School Board Holocaust Education Program, supported by a grant from the Jewish Community Foundation of Montreal for the 2022-23 academic year. Here are your hosts, Mark Bergman and Eliane Goldstein. Our guests today are students from Marymount Academy who learned about the Holocaust survival story of Muget Myers through workshops and a visit by Muget herself to their classroom. We're joined by two students from that class, Joanna Seligman and Sam Del Jewey. Resource teacher Stacy Bloomer is with us as well as Muget Myers herself. It's nice to have you all here. And Stacy, I guess we'll start with you. Can you let us know a little bit about Holocaust education in your class leading up to Muget's visit? Uh, in 2011, I received a scholarship to study the Holocaust at Yad Vashem, um, and I was there for three weeks in, in the month of July. And so as a teacher, I'm trained in social studies and history, but by practice, I've been a, a resource teacher practically my entire career. Um, so it's very important to me um, to find ways to bring um, the Holocaust and the stories um, into the classroom. So this year, I was gifted with the opportunity of teaching an ERC class, Ethics and Religious Culture, and I got an email from Mike Cohen about a project with the Azrieli Foundation. And after a couple emails in an afternoon, um, we had it booked for Muget to come to our class. And I had about a month to prepare the students um, for that visit. And I approached it, how I learned um, at Yad Vashem is to bring the students safely into the topic and to bring them uh, safely out. I was going to ask you because um, I, I'm going to assume that m- most of the students or some of the students had never had any Holocaust education. I Not necessarily formally uh, per se, but a lot of them know about it. We actually have a student in our class whose family is from Rwanda. Um, and so she knew a lot about that uh, genocide. Um, Joanna is uh, very well informed. Um, Sam as well. Um, But I did have one student who was kind of shy to say that she had never heard about it. So I I kind of approached it as if, you know, we were all at the the same level and brought in uh, some of uh, the stories and then quickly switched to where we we focused specifically on uh, Muget's story. Um, So that when she came to visit us, uh, we we knew um, a lot of her, her, the information, and then we were able to ask the questions um, accordingly. Johanna, what had you known about Muget before she came to speak at your school? So before she um, came to our school, we looked at a lot of the videos that were on the uh, Israeli um, website about just like her story in general and like where she was from and how she survived and things like that. And did you like her presentation? Yeah, I really liked it. It's It was like kind of surreal to hear an actual survivor and like the fact that she was like right in front of us which it was really interesting. Muget, tell me a little bit about your visits and uh, why you feel it's so important to talk to students uh, particularly in the non-Jewish schools here in Quebec. Most of the class of the non-Jews almost know nothing about it about the Holocaust and it's very important that they should know I'm trying to to impart to impart it to them, you see there, and uh, what what they like mostly is that it's it's written by a child for a child, because I was a child when I wrote it, so it's it's not gory, and they get a better understanding. The, the only way that it should never happen again is to 
to education. How did you get interested in talking to schools and to children? Like, like how did you start? I was uh, asked by the Israeli Foundation whether I want to give talks. Well, of course. And uh, we went all over Canada. And, and I loved it. So I continued. Now, Stacy, you asked your students to prepare questions for, for Muget uh, prior to her visit, correct? Exactly. Yeah, because uh, we got bits and pieces of her story from the video and the, the entries that are documented. Um, but then uh, because we weren't able to read her book, we didn't have enough time. Um, they, they had gaps in the in the knowledge. And that's where a lot of the questions came from uh, about her, her level of religiosity, uh, following the Holocaust, um, all kinds of questions about her brother. Um, did she have children? Did she go on to marry? Those, those kinds of questions. Sam, do you remember yours? Yes, I remember mine. I think I asked, um, what, why did the, the people in Champlot risk their, uh, risk their lives just to save other people, like Jewish people? Because it was like um, a bit interesting for me that they did such a huge thing. And tell me what you what you think about that. You know, people who were who were non-Jewish risking their lives uh, for Jewish people. Yeah, I think Miss um, Muget also mentioned when, when we met him. Um, I, th- I think she said it was like a normal thing for them because uh, the people in Champlot were like so um, kind, so that like it, it was a normal thing, and it was kind of their culture to help other people. Muget, do you want to expand on that, on, on why, no, why think, you were helped? I think he said it very well. All the people in Shalom were, were fine people. And uh, they, 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 they accepted us as one of theirs. Once we were integrated, there was no, no more Jews, no more any... Uh, my mother was from Poland, you know, nothing like that. They, they were just happy and you know that there must have been some people who weren't very happy with us because one of my friends, Jacques, was uh, helping the mayor's daughter to uh, with her map. And this the, the mayor, Mr. Mayor, was sitting in his chair, smoking his pipe, reading letters, and he threw the fire. So Jacques asked him, Mr. Mayor says, why are you burning those letters? He said, they're letters of denunciations. Somebody must have been very happy, must not be very happy with us, because we never knew who it was, and he never told us. This is a question for both Sam and Johanna to answer. Uh, So if I remember correctly, Ruget describes her story as a series of miracles that took place. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Okay. So um, for either Sam and Johanna, what was your favorite miracle? Uh, well, of course, like you said, there's so many miracles and it's insane how she did survive. But I think, I mean, we've been already talking about it a lot, but um, like, yeah, I think it was insane how the whole town basically worked together to protect them. Yeah, same. I, I feel the same way. And it was like really interesting for me to know that this all happens and these um, like brave people did such a thing and it was really interesting and you Stacey do you have a favorite miracle 
I mean, the one that stands out for me the, the most after hearing Muget speak was when they knocked at the door of her aunt, I believe she said, and her mother couldn't say anything upstairs. Um, and then we learned that her, her aunt uh, went and, um, and perished in the Holocaust. Um, but because her mother, who, who couldn't speak up because she had her children there to protect as well, kind of felt really bad. So, I mean, that was a miracle that her, her mother didn't say anything, but also um, a miracle that they didn't go upstairs and, and knock at that door um, because they would have uh, found out and we'd be sitting here talking about a very different story. Stacy, the students, of course, uh, learned a lot about the past uh, and about the Holocaust, but um, how much does that help them about today's world? I mean, anti-Semitism is, is definitely on the tip of the tongue um, these last few weeks. Um, but I think I try to, I don't know the impact on my students or, you know, uh, but I think I try to plant the seed um, so that they are kind people and, and that what we learn from the Holocaust is it's still something and relevant that we can apply today because we see these acts uh, maybe not to the same degree happening. But um, I do explain to them that, you know, it is a staircase and that it starts with putting people in categories and we don't even want to end up on that staircase or that escalator up into something like a genocide. Um, so hopefully, you know, the information is there and when something happens in their lives or what they see around them, they can have the confidence to, uh, put a stop to it or to, to speak up. Yeah. Because Muget, uh, a lot of atrocities, uh, happened where people, uh, knew what was happening, but didn't say anything. Correct. Correct. Elie Wiesel, writer. Uh, wrote that the silence profit the tormentor, never the victim. Brigitte, what's it like for you to see how the students that you've talked to, that you've made a difference in their lives, what's it like for you to see how they're reacting? I think it's wonderful. And students write me, but what I like even more is when the parents of the student write to me, which, which shows that the students understood something they're ready to impart it to their parents. One of the reflection questions that I asked the students was like, of all we covered in, in the last month, what what is the one thing that you will carry with you and go home and tell someone, whether it's a family member or a friend in another class? Um, so okay, maybe, so, I don't so, know so what both Sam and, and Joanna, what did, what did you guys each say? Um, if I remember correctly, I do think that I said Muget's story. Yes, uh, I think I wrote, um, I would like to, to tell about the Muget's you know, stories, especially when they were in uh, Champlot and they had to move to, I think, Paris again. And then the, the things that happened in Paris, uh, how they felt. So uh, I think that was really important because then the other people can understand um, how how horrible that, that event was. And... Um, how did it make like the Jewish people feel so, so that like the other people can um, also have the knowledge about it so that like we can stop it from like happening again. Can you take any lessons from the Holocaust to today's world when we see and hear not necessarily anti-Semitism, but when we see and hear, you know, racism and, and intolerance? Well, I think 
the first like you have to speak up like like Miket said like being quiet never benefits the person that it's happening to so like because everyone's stayed quiet when it was happening no one was aware of what was happening so i think the first thing you have to do is to speak up yes like uh, a lot of violence you know like um, U- ukraine like Ukraine or or even Iran when like the the police um, comes in and like shoots at people just because of their like way of wearing or like because of their clothes so yes there are a lot of examples unfortunately so what do you think can be done to make sure that nothing like this ever happens ever again i think um, we should like gather as much knowledge as we can and as much as it possible and uh, we need to make other people also aware about it so that they can also know know what happened so that we can at least have a better chance to stop it from like happening again and like prevent these and johanna why do you think it's important to learn about the holocaust and why do you think and what do you think can be done to make sure that it never happens again um well Sadly, there has been many holocausts or things that have been similar since the years like have come. But I think um, the first thing we have to do, like Sam said, like spread awareness of what has happened and what's happening in the world, because there's still crimes against people like every day um, because of their race or of their religion or things like that. So. Yeah, I think people just need to listen to survivors, listen to people that are educated about the topic, etc. Muget, uh, how do you feel listening to these uh, young students? I, I think I think they're wonderful. I think they understood very well what we're trying to impart to them. Uh, they're lovely. Mm-hmm. And Stacy, you must be so proud because this is this this was your mission from 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 the get go, right? And teaching them about uh, of about course. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the students know that uh, I'm Jewish. Um, so, I mean, obviously, it's important to me um, for that reason. But also as an educator, it's kind of my purpose to educate the next um, generation of, of students. And so to hear them speak, it um, really warms my heart because the message did get across. And, um, you know, it will uh, continue because I think that's the the main thing is to keep learning about it, keep sharing uh, the stories, um, inviting survivors to come into our classrooms uh, for uh, as long as possible because um, that's that's the only way everyone uh, in in the world really has a role to play in preventing this from happening. It's not a Jewish solution or um, and a school. It's the, it's not the schools. It's it's everyone who has a role in it. Well, I just want to say that if you want to learn more about the Holocaust, then you can watch a documentary. I think Ruget has a book about her experiences during the Holocaust. And I myself also have an episode where I interviewed Ruget on my own podcast. Um, it's called The Effect on Us. I highly recommend that you listen to it. And I think that everyone should do what they can to learn more about the Holocaust. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.